0: Very good morning once again. Welcome to the Pottersgate online broadcast. This is our Beyond Devotional segment. I want to thank God for another beautiful day. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in Him. I am glad to bring the Word of God across your way this morning. I'm glad to journey with you in prayer and in intercession and seeking the heart of the Father for this beautiful day. Welcome. This morning, once again, we're going to pray. We're going to seek the heart of the Father. We're going to continue to look into his mind. We're going to continue to track his mind, his purpose for us, his desire for us, his will for us, his intentions for us in this interesting day that he's brought us into. So many things are happening on different fronts, on various levels that we need to give attendance to. We need to give our attention to. We need to continue to... Look into and continue to understand what the Spirit of the Lord will have us do. Or maybe know first as, yes, as the day of the Lord unfolds before us. Let us pray. Father, we want to thank you once again for your love and mercy and goodness. Thank you for waking us up, giving us once again another opportunity to be alive, to be part of the living. Yes, Father, we appreciate you for this. We honor you. We glorify your name we celebrate you this morning thank you for your love that never fails they are new every morning lord once again we got our hearts before you our minds we got our intentions our desires our aspiration but also we bring our faculty yes before you we bind ourselves to you we proclaim this morning oh father that we do nothing else except that which your will desire that we will say nothing this day except that which your, your spirit has prompted us to speak oh god so, Father, we, pr- we pray that you will continue to enable us, empower us through your Spirit. Yes, your sweet Holy Spirit. Let him guide us. Let him lead us. Let him teach us. Let him show us how to live life this day. Father, we look inward. And as we look inward, Lord God, we hear you. We listen to you. We respond to you. Help us this day to be a light, oh God, in the midst of darkness. Help us to be, yes, a true example of your plan of your desire yes of that which you demand in the earth oh god may we reflect you in every area we thank you we glorify you lord even as you continue to speak to us in relating to our soul life our faculties oh god father we are coming to an awareness of how to live life how to build our life in accordance to your original divine intention yes we are relocating your plan for us and we know yes the enemy is fighting the enemy is doing everything to want to stop us to want to hinder us or cripple us or weaken us from this laudable venture but we thank you this morning now once again we are awake oh god to continue this pursuance to continue to long for to continue to look for to continue to search and journey on this asian path we thank you that your spirit will continue yes to daily empower us oh god to go forth until we appear before you our desire is to stand before you is to appear before you in zion our desire is that every aspect of our life will come into perfected oneness into perfected unity into perfected harmony oh god that we will operate from that position of oneness oh god that we henceforth we will no longer be divided oh god that the enemy will no longer use and i jack oh god one aspect of our faculty for his own uh, ungodly destructive act no we declare this morning that every part of our life oh god every aspect of our life spirit soul and body the entire faculty that defines who we are father we lay them on your altar this morning we ask you to sanctify us through and through father may your word this morning be what propels us may your word this morning be what motivate us may your word this morning be what we we listen to and we obey as our final command oh God thank you spirit of God we come under your government, we come under your leadership, we come under your authority, lead us father, lead us father into your good pleasure, bring us to your day, bring us to the place of rest in you bring us to a day where we cease from our own labor, where we cease from our own work, where we cease from our own activity, we want to come into the day of rest for It is in rest you want us to live life. It's in the position of rest that you want us to exist. So Father, this morning we cease from our own works. We cease from our own labor. You say, for he who has entered into Christ's rest has ceased from his own labor. May we cease from the labor of life. May we cease from all the catchphrase. May we cease from all the activity, O God, that is burning us out, burning us out, O God. May we cease, O God, from a journey that never ends in the flesh. May we cease, O God, from listening to passions and desire that never bring us into a place indeed of true satisfaction. May we cease, O God, from the project, O God, of building systems for ourselves that cannot hold water. Spirit of God, Help us to learn how to wait, how to depend on you. Grant us grace to be disciplined, oh God, yes. Until we become disciplined, we will not be able to apprehend the things that you have for us. For Father, this morning, we pray, oh God, that as we embark on the journey of spiritual maturity help us to know what is required of us help us to know what is demanded of us and help us to respond accordingly help us to obey like isaac obey help us to develop the same kind of capacity we find in isaac oh god that we can carry the wood to the place of sacrifice father we thank you this morning we honor you we glorify you may your will be established in our life may your kingdom come as it is done in heaven may your kingdom this morning be established in us and through us father we thank you we thank you that we are been washed by the washing of the water through your word thank you this morning I bring my heart I bring the minds oh God of everyone that will be listening that will be connecting with us this morning I bring them yes before your altar and we ask this morning that you will cleanse us that you will sanctify us that you will make us holy. You will make us complete. For indeed, that is what we desire. We want to come into a place, a day of completeness. We want to come into a day, into an arena of wholeness. Wholeness is what we want. Yes, that when one aspect of our life, of our body, of our faculty, oh God, of our soul, decides to uh, 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 cry and go his own way and want to do his own thing, Lord, that there will be enough understanding and wisdom and strength in our spirit Yes, to bring back the soul, to bring back that aspect, oh God, that aspect into order. We thank you this morning that you're bringing order into our life. And we're living our life in accordance to divine order. We're living our life, yes, on that foundation that is built on the rock. Father, we bless you, oh God. We thank you. We honor your name. We glorify you. Once again we pray, may your kingdom come. May your kingdom come in us. May your kingdom come through us. May your kingdom resident in 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 our minds, in our thoughts, in our intelligence. Uh, May your kingdom, yes, resident in our emotion. May your kingdom resident, oh God, in our feeling. May every aspect of of our life yes be governed through the authority through the administration of your kingdom we thank you father because we believe the kingdoms of our life have become the kingdom of our god and of his christ you reign in us this morning have your way be exalted and be glorified we thank you we honor you we bless you o god that we will become that living epistle that is known and read by all men father we thank you we honor you we glorify you speak to us oh god even as we commune with you minister to us breed life to us speak yes to us this this morning and energize us, empower us, oh God, endow us, endure us this morning, Lord. Breathe your life upon us this morning once again that we may become indeed. More like Christ. Our desire is to be more like Christ. More like Christ in in, in the way we see. More like Christ in the way, oh God, we talk. More like Christ in the way we feel. More like Christ in the way we think. More like Christ, yes, in the way we desire. More like Christ, oh God. In our aspiration. More like Christ, oh God. In our walk in this earth, oh God. We want to be more like you. We want the world to look at us and see Christ in us. Christ, the hope of glory. Glory, we thank you for you are, yes, our glory. You are the lifter of our head. And we bless you this morning that through our life, oh God changes are taking place all around us all across us oh god thank you that we have become the extension of your life this morning to our generation we bless you we honor you we glorify you this morning hallelujah hallelujah thank you spirit of the lord thank you that you enable us you energize us you empower us this morning for we say that we can do all things through christ Who strengthens us. We are strengthened by him. Strengthened by his love. Strengthened by your goodness. Strengthened this morning by your word. We are strengthened by your life. We bless you. We honor you. We glorify you. Perfect your will in us perfect your will in us wherever we find ourselves wherever we find ourselves may we be the extension may we be the fragrance of your very essence oh God may wherever we go oh father receive life this morning we are carriers of your light this morning because we have received of your life we bless you this morning oh hallelujah thank you father amen and amen thank you Father you continue to speak to us and minister to us through the day. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you for healing. Thank you for emotional healing. Thank you, Lord, for, for, for psychological healing. Thank you, O oh God. Thank you for healing in our physical body. Thank you for healing in our soul, in our spirit. Thank you this morning that you release your water, the cleansing water upon us into our, into our lives this morning. We receive healing in our innermost being. We thank you. We bless your name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Once again, I want to welcome everybody listening this morning. You are welcome to the Potters Gate online broadcast. This is our Beyond Devotional segment. And my name is Isaac Phillips, a We bless the Lord. We give glory and praise to his holy name. Right. We have been tracking a very important aspect in, in in regards to our journey in in the things of the spirit we've been dealing with the concepts of the soul for a while now we've been talking about you know the soul soul food prayer yes our soul needs to be fed with certain knowledge and information that will allow it to, that will allow it to submit and surrender all right to its original intentions in the father we want our soul to cooperate with the things of the Spirit, we want our soul to cooperate with the heart of God, with the intentions of the Lord, with the purposes of God, amen, for, for his life. We want our soul to cooperate, amen, with the, the, the new man, with the, with the life that we have in Christ Jesus. And for that to happen, we need to continually Feed our spirit, amen, with the right information, with the right knowledge. We need to continue to awaken our spirit, amen, to realities that the Father has ordained for her for it. Amen. We need to constantly let our soul know and understand that these are the things that the Spirit of the Lord has ordained, and these are the pattern of how God has designed life. This, this, these are the things that Christ did and showed us of, of how to live life. And therefore, our soul cannot do otherwise. Our soul cannot live amen, in accordance to, you know, his own dictate. No, we want to bring the soul back to the divine, you know, our administrations of the spirit. We want to bring our life, our entire life, our faculty. When I talk about our soul, I'm talking about the entire faculty, amen, of our life, amen. Those areas of our life that defines, amen, how, how we think, how we see how we view, how we taste, how we, you know, hear, you know, how we respond to people, you know, those areas that defines our, you know, our our emotion, yes, how we get angry, amen, how we show empathy, how we we express love, all this area, amen, our intelligence. We want to bring all those areas, all those areas, because those are the things that at at the end of the day, amen, that the enemy is using, to frustrate our journey with god we saw a scripture yesterday in romans chapter 7 paul says amen i find another law all right that is at work in my body that is at work in me excuse me and we're gonna read that scripture again because that scripture you know kind of lay for us a concept a beautiful concept amen of how amen we need to connect to the intentions of god how we need to connect to the intentions of god in terms of god's Plan and purpose for our life. We cannot live our life outside the administration, outside the authority, outside the governance of God's divine intention. Thank you so much, Pastor, for connecting this morning. We cannot live our life. So I want to go back to that Romans chapter 7 again because I believe if we understand the singular aspect of our spiritual you know, design, if you understand the single aspect of our spiritual design, then somehow it allows every other thing, you know, to fall in line. And I'm going to quickly read a scripture that the Lord, you know, dropped in my spirit this morning just while, you know, I was, uh, uh, you know, planning to come to the studio. And that scripture is, let me read it. Let me read it before I go to Romans 7. Let me read Matthew 12. This is, this is a word from the mouth of the master himself, our Lord Jesus Christ. Matthew Matthew chapter 12 verse 33 says, It says, make a tree good and its fruit will be good. Make a tree good and its fruit will be good. Or make a tree bad and its fruit will be bad. For a tree is known by its fruit. I mean, this is a powerful statement all right, that Jesus our Lord himself made. It says he says sometimes you know most time you, you want to focus on correcting the fruit you know or correcting certain aspects of you know of a tree is no no He says you need to understand what makes that tree good <clears throat> when a tree is designed to be good when a tree is sown with the seed amen of 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 of, of certain character that tree will produce as a fruit the same character so what we need to be looking into is then what makes a tree good. Good. Then we we'll begin to look into the core structure of that tree. Yes. Jesus is talking about the core structure of the tree. All right. The DNA of, of that tree. The tree, the, the, the DNA of that tree it lies within the fruit. Amen. That has been sown. All right. There's a scripture. Jesus said, that, you know, not, not Jesus. Not, I think it was John the apostle that says, it, 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 says, it says we have been born amen, of an incorruptible seed therefore we cannot sin He says he who is born of an incorruptible sin cannot cannot sin you know that's, that scripture bothered me as I was growing up in the Lord I said if I'm born of God how then am I sinning <laughs> in, the, in the scripture says if I'm born of the incorruptible seed therefore corruption should be over in my life should be a thing of the end well the reason for not walking in the reality of that you know that scripture is because we are we have not we have not come to a point in our in our in our walk with god where the things of the spirit becomes real like i was sharing i i I was sharing some you know words this morning on my timeline all right that one of the things we need to understand in the days we live in amen is the realities of the spirit is the realities of the spirit when we come into the full knowledge the knowledge, not some, you know, fizzled, you know, a figgy willy, you know, you know, foggy concept of, of, of the things of God. No, when we come into that position where we apprehend the things of the spirit, where the things of the spirit, amen, becomes as real as the material world. When we come into that order, when we come into that reality, you know, the more we talk about this thing, the more I begin to realize, amen, that all that we are talking about is basically to prepare us to key into, to lock into that life in Christ. And when we touch that life in Christ, you know, it took Jesus Christ just three and a half years, three and a half, three and a half years, amen. But let's qualify that three and a half years, uh, three and and a half years driven, propelled, carried by the spirit to finish the work of human redemption. Let's think about that. Three and a half years to finish the work of human redemption. It was done. Everything that the world could throw at Jesus. Under the three and a half years, they did it. The powers of darkness did all it could do. Jesus finished the job and it was done. You see, it is not how long... It is not the length of time, but it is the quality of time that we spend. And one of of the things I believe the Spirit of God personally is saying to me, and I know the more the Lord, you know, bring me to this understanding, the more the enemy attacks, the more the enemy attacks me. It's amazing. Just before I woke up this morning, I had a, you know, I had a very strange dream. You know, I was in my, in in the driveway of our house, you know, with, with my children. We're just having a chat and... You know, uh, uh, one of my neighbors came and was having a chat with me. And as this lady was chatting with me, here comes this snake. You know, this snake just appeared in my, in, you know, in our garage. Huge snake. And was just like this looking at me. And I was still trying to, you know, call my children. Samuel, I was pulling them, you know, to move out, to move out of the way, to move out of the way. And I was trying to take them outside. Because this this snake was quite big, you know. You know, it's a, a brown snake with, you know, a, a, a black spot. A black spot. You know, and this snake was huge. And I'm like, Lord Jesus. So, and funny enough, you know, a few days ago. You know, no, no, well, last week, this same lady or a snake was killed in our place, in our house, physically. So, I'm looking at her and I'm saying, what's going on? And, uh, I had this, you know, m- uh, you know, uh, machete, this, this axe in my hand, but it was a long one. Excuse me. It was a short one. Then I was saying to myself, if I use this axe, th- this snake, yeah, I mean, I want to be able to chop the head of this snake once and the thing cuts off. Just while I was thinking about that. In fact, I think another neighbor of mine, if I'm not mistaken, somebody, another person was with me, a guy, but this lady was chatting with me while this scene appeared. This long snake in my driveway. So, I, I I I was looking around, and here was this long axe. I saw this long axe, you know, those kind of long axe they use using chopping down trees. So, read. I, I I held. I took that axe, you know, and I turned back at this point. At you know, you know, uh, uh, I asked my children to go outside. So I took the axe. Just as I I turned back. To chop that, you know, to chop the head of that snake, I noticed that an invisible hand already chopped the snake. But this, they, they, you know, they, I could still see, you know, the, 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 uh, uh, more like a white substance on the snake still connecting. But I could see that this snake has been chopped. But before I did that, this snake was all okay. Was all, you know, in fact, the snake was like this, wanting to attack me. So as I as I turned. Looked at this neck. I wanted to chop it with this new axe that I have. <laughs> and I saw that, wow, something has happened here. know, I just finished the job. Boom. And as the more, the, you know, the more I chopped it, and I, it's like I could hear the Lord say, I will fight your battle. You will, you will not need, you will not need to exert your own strength. This, was, this is all came to my spirit. You will not need to fight your, you will not need to exert your strength. So it dawned on me as I woke up, I need to press more into the Lord. Because, you see, it's when we press into the Lord that we, f- we have the strength to fight the serpent. And you know, all right, one, one, of, the, one of the most powerful symbols, amen, of our battle, amen, is, is, is the serpentine spirit. And the serpentine spirit, amen, operates through the soul. It's a soul thing. It is a soul thing. So I realized because all through yesterday I was troubled in my spirit, but I didn't understand why I was troubled. I was just troubled in my spiritual. You know, yesterday just after the message in the morning, afternoon, it, it, more like you feel restless. But I could understand that something is happening. There's a war going on, but I don't know. You know, sometimes you go through certain war, certain things are happening, but you don't know. But I, I wasn't myself. Something was happening in me. You know, I was feeling restless. I, so it, uh, until i slept and this vision just 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 before i woke up in the morning in fact i was you know j- I just after the you know the the dream i woke up because i knew that it was almost time for me to get up i was so i was conscious and, 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 and I believe God is giving us victory, friends. God is giving us victory. But, but the point is, we have to. We have to. You know, there's so many things that we're doing. There's so many things that we think we can do that will give us breakthrough. And it's important that we do those things. But we've got to do things now from the condition, from the reality, from a position of our spiritual standing. I want to encourage you. There is life in the spirit. There is power in the spirit. Our victory begins and ends in the spirit. Every other thing is is just a walkthrough. Whatever it is, be it material, be it spiritual, be it financial, be it marital, whatever it is in life. If you don't win the war spiritually, you cannot win it physically. And the war, amen, the war, the battle of, the mother of all war, amen, is in is, is is fought in the soul realm at least as a christian because even if you claim you have understanding about what god is doing but if that understanding has not been translated into the position of your spiritual standing if what we know has not been translated into the position of our spiritual standing, the enemy. Listen to this: the enemy. When the enemy fights, when the enemy fights, like we de- dealt with when we're dealing with uh, uh, Jezebel, when the enemy fights, he fights you in the area, amen. That he knows you are not certain. He fights you, amen. Uh, he fights in the area that he knows that you are still weak. He fights in the area that he knows you are not. You are not sure of the things of the spirit. That's where he fights you. The enemy doesn't fight you in the areas of your strength. He fights you in the areas of your weakness. He fights you in the areas, amen, of your ignorance. That's why the enemy defeats us. This is, this, these are the things that Jesus mastered. No wonder Jesus finished the job, amen, under three and a half years. it was done. The work of redemption of creation was done in three and a half years. But it took Jesus 16, 18 years to prepare himself. Wanna say to us this morning, may we not grow amen in this world while we're aging in this world, but we have not grown in the things of the spirit. It is important, it is expedient that we begin to invest into our spiritual development. Let's not kid ourselves that because we know scripture and we can quote scripture, all those must be translated into a posture, into a condition of existence, into a reality that enables us to take a stand. Hallelujah. We must know the things of the spirit as we know material things. Things of the spirit must be real to us as material. You see, when the things of the spirit are not real, I'm telling you, the enemy is going to finish us. Many people, the 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 devil doesn't even bother about them. You know why? Because he already has them. They are defeated already. So may the Lord open our eyes. May the Lord open our eyes to see. If somebody tells you, you know, if you invest in that company, in the next 20, 20 years, you're going to be a millionaire. Two things can happen. You can either see this person is lying. Or you can trust the person and invest. That's what what business is all about. Business is is like taking risk, But in the things of God, we don't take risks. We can trust God. If God says, follow this path, I can assure you, if you follow this path, you will have a rest for your soul. You better invest in that, friends. It says, make a tree good and its fruit. If I can, if if we can, if we can reconstruct, if we can make, allow the Lord to make, Amen, the tree of our inner spirit of our soul good. I'm telling you, we will bear good fruit. Make a tree good, Amen. Is fruit will be good? Make a tree bad. Yes, the fruit will be bad. This is the this is the word of the Lord. Matthew twelve thirty three. Make a tree good. And its fruit will be good. Make a tree bad, and its fruit will be bad. No matter how you want to polish a bad fruit, no matter how you want to make it nice, no matter how you want to make, you know present it, a bad a bad fruit is a bad fruit. <laughs> no matter, how, listen to this. No matter how you you refuse to accept or ignore, amen, or you know, or or submit or look at or honor oh a good fruit. A good fruit is a good fruit. <laughs> A good fruit does not need any other thing. A good fruit is a good fruit. this should be our focus. I want to be a good fruit so it's not that it's not how I dress it's not how I look that makes me good. It is what I produce. You see when we know these things we will stop running after certain things men are running after you know Jesus Jesus I mean like I was sharing yesterday seek the presence of God let this week be a period where you, you you're so full with the presence of God that everywhere you go, your life should be able to compel people, amen, to Christ, to transformation. Imagine you carry the light of God. You carry the life of God. Who cares what you wear? Who cares what you, what you wear? They care about what you carry. I've forgotten this uh, uh, Indian uh, 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 prophet now. Hey, what's that, what's that name now? Very, very powerful man of God. You know, I remember the first time I saw this man. I mean, he's looking like those, you know, Indian guru. I mean, <clears throat> and, you know, they say first look, first appearance, you know, really brings the message home. And I'm looking at this man, because I've not, I've never seen an Indian, you know, a, a prophet, you know, that dressed like, you know, those traditional Indian guru. Yeah, I've forgotten this man's name now, but a sound man of God. You know, so I'm like, What's this man talking about now? You know, you're comparing how he looks to to what he said until the Lord said, Isaiah, shut up. You're being religious now. Listen to the man. (laughs) Listen to the man. I'm like, wow. What is this man talking about? This man is journey with the Lord. But you see, God will use people like that to, to help us deal with our religious attitude our religious spectacles and that's still the problem many of us have today in the church because we want to look at men of god and accept them based on how they look not listening to the substance to the substance to the substance to the life flowing out of them so i said to myself well this is a different type of Isaiah Phillips I like to be myself I guess it feels more comfortable you know leaving his beard like that and you know wearing those you know, att- you know attire because back then I, I know that is the Indian guru all right, that dressed like that But guess what? This man is all over the place right now. He's all over America. He's everywhere. He's been to Nigeria. I'm not sure if he's been to South Africa, but he's everywhere. He's a prophet. I mean, And people now have accepted him. Not just his message, but even how he presents himself. Because that's how he wants to present himself. It's time to begin to look at the substance and not just what is on the outside. So that is a good message for us. Make a tree good. You see, the, the the fruit of that man, the tree of that man is good. And therefore, the fruit he produces is good. No matter how, you see, all these men of God that are trying to just polish the outside. The tree is bad. But you're trying to make it look palatable. You're trying to present it on a nice dress with a big, nice car, all right? Nice building. You you, 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 you partake of that fruit. But what a minute, this fruit is bad. Is bad, it's bad. What is bad is bad. You can gold gold plate the thing. (laughs) You can spray gold and silver and make everything look nice. Listen to this. If it's bad, it's bad. Only a matter of time before you begin to perceive the the dead, the corrupt odor of that thing. You understand this? So let's let's keep ourselves, amen, on, on the path of what the Spirit of the Lord is saying and demanding for us. We want to walk. We want to track the path of the spirit. Make a tree good, and its fruit will be good. Make a tree make a, make a tree bad. A tree can be made to be bad. You can corrupt the tree, and if you corrupt the tree, amen, it produces bad fruit. Now let's go to uh, our the scripture that I wanted to read. Romans seven. We read the scripture yesterday. What are we what are we talking about? We are bringing our soul faculty amen under the divine authority, under the divine power, under the divine governance amen of the spirit. We're bringing our life back amen. Under the authority and the life of the Spirit of God, we are not allowing our soul, amen, to have control. We're not allowing our soul to take control. We're not allowing, amen, our soul faculty to have the final say. No, we surrendering, we yielding ourselves, amen, to the direction, to the leadership, and to the authority of the Spirit. So let me read Romans chapter 7 again. Let's look at Romans chapter 7 again. It says, So I find. So I find this law at work. What are the law? It says, although I want to do good, evil is right there with me. It says, For in my in my inner in, in my inner being, I delight in God's law, but I see another law at work in me. Now I'm not sure what's going on with the signal. Let's see if we can change the signal. Oh, I'm actually on the wrong frequency. Thank you, Jesus. Sorry about that, guys. I was, the signal was not okay. I just changed the signal. All right. So we're looking at Romans 7. Romans 7, verse 21. I'm going to read Romans 7, 21 again. It says, so I find this law at work in me. You've got to understand, Paul is talking about something very important. Our life, I said yesterday, our life, amen, is propelled by laws, all right? Laws are formed after habits are established. Laws are formed, amen, laws are formed in us when habits, all right, are established. So, one way, amen, to overcome a law, amen, is not just to pray alone. Because sometimes, listen to these friends, sometimes prayer may not immediately or directly remove the things that we are we we want out of our life but if we pray the right prayer that deals with the wisdom of how to correct that law or that system then we gain we gain victory so it's important that we pray the right prayer all right when you're dealing with issues that have become entrenched in your life When you're dealing with issues that have become part of your life, alright, you grew up with certain attitude, certain character, certain beliefs, certain traditions, alright. It's not enough to say, God, remove this thing in my life. What God does is is that he directs you to his word, alright. Then you take hold of that word and begin to apply the principle of that word into your life or rather into that aspect, all right let's assume you you've got a problem of anger and you say to god lord i don't want to be angry again and god said okay I've, I've i've answered your prayer and i, I will continue to answer a prayer but i'm going to direct you to scriptures in the in my word all right that deals with anger so you're going to be reading scriptures like uh, anger lies in the bosom of a fool all right so you you begin to pray lord i don't want to be a fool again so so it means that you need wisdom to be able to deal with anger all right because they say anger lies in the bosom of a fool it means that if you allow wisdom amen to override that place where anger is taking control you begin to gain victory there so how then do i allow wisdom to begin to guide me well wisdom then tells you that when something happens that you need to listen first before you respond that's why you need to listen to some of the things that we're dealing with or are in pattern for living looking at the book of proverbs because proverbs says before you respond to what you know somebody says to you it says you need to make sure that you you gather enough information that you listen to other parts they say it's a fool or all right they only listen to one side of the story all right and react on that is a fool that 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 listens to just one part of the story so you 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 see it 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 demands that you operate in wisdom it demands that you apply you see people can have we can have knowledge of god's word but if we're not applying the word to those areas of our life nothing happens while you're praying god change me god said but i've given you the answer (laughs) i've given you the answer all right a man is hungry god said go to the what go to the brook all right the brook dry he prayed god said okay go to zarephath god will always give us direction in terms of amen our prayer request god doesn't just you know answer our prayer and say okay god is not a magician most time when god answers our prayer it's true people it's true event it's true circumstance all right now i pray to god i'm i'm in need of finance i'm praying to god god speaks to somebody all right to say my son has spread to me is in need of x amount of money please can you go give my son all right this x, uh, uh, x amount of money now is it's, it's it's important that that person have the ears to hear all right and and respond in accordance to god's timing that when god wants to bless us amen he steers things he steers people amen he steers situation circumstance in the earth to be a blessing your 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 answer amen to god's prayer is in the hand of somebody else somewhere around we don't even know it so we need to have insight that's why it's important that we walk by the spirit because walking by the spirit then allow us to be part of amen, the, the 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 activities of God in the earth there are things God has placed in our life like me God has placed certain you know wisdom my life is a resource to the church to the body of Christ so so people come into my space oh prophet i need this a prophet can you help me with this prophet i i want to quit my job i need to start something uh, tell me, how do I go about it? I'll say, okay, tell me, you know, uh, let me understand what is going on. All right. You tell me everything. I go to pray. I look at the scripture. I say, well, based on the scripture, these are things and things these are the things I think you should do. These are the things I think you should, you know, consider. And then, the job is done so so we have to understand the various you know capacity and grace god has given to us because whatever god has given to you could be an answer to somebody that is desperate all right most of the time god would not just throw i mean like i was saying to my son when god say when you pray god give me money god doesn't just you know c- kind of you know magic money and put it somewhere so well that's money there you know uh, samuel go take it home. god doesn't work like that all right uh, I-, I believe god provides for us divinely But there's nothing like miracle money. God provides for us divinely. There's a supernatural way that God can provide for us. But we also understand, amen, that the Bible says God doesn't bless a lazy hand. So let's not keep our mind amen on on a magic god. God is not a magician. God is not Father Christmas. God things work by by principles. God works by principle. Listen to this. Everything you ever need, everything you ever need is in the hand of God, but God has placed that thing in the hand of somebody. <laughs> That's why we need to pray that the church. Listen to what the Bible says about the church in Acts of the apostles. No one lacked anything. Everybody had all things in common. That is God' divine provision because what you need, Amen. God places in in the heart of, in the hand of somebody else. What somebody else needs, God places it in there. The church had all things in common because the church understand the power of community. So God was just tearing the heart of the people. The moment Ananias and Sapphira also want to be part of the part, you know, part of the party, but they don't want to go in accordance to God's rule. They wanted to corrupt that process. God judged them you see the point that i'm making friends so we've got to understand that yes god will meet our need but he will use people within the structure earlier that he has ordained to meet our needs so what, what's the point that I'm, I'm 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 saying that when we pray when we seek the face of god god answer our prayer but we need to know amen the laws of god we need to know the ways of god we need to understand the values we we need to we need to know how god moves there's something called the ways of God. Jesus is. Jesus said, "I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life." Those are our principle of the operation of the of the of the operations of the Spirit. The way is an operation. Amen. The truth is an operation. The life is an operation. We've got to know them. So Paul is speaking here. Let's go to Romans seven again, twenty-one. So I find this law. It's a law. He said, "I find this law," and I told us laws are formed when habits are formed in us laws are formed when habits are formed we we establish laws through habit in other words when you perpetually do certain things when you do certain things on a regular basis all right they automatically become a law that is at work when you when you regularly all right you know like i said many of us grew up doing certain things or believing in certain things all right they become part of our life some people say well i cannot change but this is just part of who i am this thing has always been part of my life well if it's good it's fine but if it's if it negates the values of god if it stands against the laws the standards of god then you should correct those things and you're not going to find an easy way out by just trying to pray them out of your life. No, you have to change your habit. You have to change your beliefs. You have to change, amen, your character. You have to change, amen, amen, your perception towards that thing. Listen to this, friends. What you don't believe is wrong will never leave your life. What you don't believe, all right, is incorrect, amen. You will never Correct that's just a law that's just a principle in life that's why certain people all right will never change because they don't see the need to change they don't see the need to change they don't see the need they when they look at those things they don't see it as bad so why why are you forcing them they will never change what you don't hate all right will not leave your life If you have not come to understand that the soul is not designed to be the driver of your life listen to this the soul will continue to drive you even when you're praying lord i I don't want this thing in my life again but god says but you still have a desire for it but you're saying you don't want this thing so what 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 should i believe should i believe your prayer or should i believe what you're doing (laughs) you understand lord i don't want this thing in my life but you're still doing it all right if you don't want something in your life you first of all need to develop listen to this it's a principle of the spirit you first of all need to develop a hate for that thing when you develop hate you know hate is a good word right you know how it is when you hate something when you or you hate somebody you dislike when that person comes around you you can't stand when, when you hate something i mean if you have, if you have ever hated anybody in your life i have so don't give me that religious thing. I have hated somebody in my life. A person very close to me. I hate the person because of what that person did. And it took God, for 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 me to to completely, you know, release that person and forgive that person and start loving that person. It took God. So so it's in fact, if you're if if you're a human being and you've grown, you know, you know more than 21 years, I am sure in your journey of life you've hated somebody before. So, so, but you is, see is how we feel when we hate somebody? That's how we should feel when we hate the, the things of sin. Alright? You dislike. If somebody comes, to, oh, uh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. There's this resentment because of that hate. We need to turn that energy of hate, amen, to things that we dislike in our life, particularly, you know, in regarding to our soul life. If you don't hate it, David says, Lord, I hate them. Who hate you? I hate them with a passion. You know, as I was growing up, I began to say to myself, when that scripture came to my life, I hate lust, I hate pride, I hate anger, I hate iniquity, I hate poverty. You you know, I was daily saying them, I look at myself in the mirror and I say, because anything I know the enemy can use against my life to bring me down, I call that thing by name and I declare a judgment on it, I hate you. And I keep saying it, you know, you keep saying it, I hate you, I hate you. You suddenly develop hatred for that thing. There are certain things you cannot make me do. Because I have developed strong hatred for them. Some people still love sin. They love it. And when I mean sin, that, that's an ambiguous word. We can, we can break down sin to so many things. We love it. We love the feeling that thing gives to us. Some people love, they love attention. I, I don't like attention. Many people love attention. If you don't give them attention, it's like they're going to kill themselves. They love attention. They love to be in, in the center. I don't like that. I don't, I'm not that kind of a person. They, they love everybody around the yeah, yeah. You know, some people are like that. I, I don't like things like that. I don't like anything that will put me in the center. And everybody is like, yes, Isaiah is the man. He's the man of the hour. I don't like it. And not because I am I'm, I'm shy of the stage. No, I'm not a shy person. When it comes to things like that, no, I can I I can I know how to take charge because I'm a leader. I can take charge. I can stand before five thousand people and bring order and bring control and and bring leadership. I can I can I can lead ten thousand people without thinking twice of what to do. I know how to put people where they belong. But I just don't like. All right, you know, uh, 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 um, you know the spotlights, I don't like spotlights, I like to be where God wants me to be, and do what, you see, that's why I can do what I'm doing where I am, right, many men of God will not be able to do what I'm doing, because he doesn't give them, you know, a, a, a you know, platform, you know, no, there are no people hailing, there's nobody around, I don't have nobody cheering me up here, except for the people that are watching me, I mean, it, it took me it took me a while to transit, all right, from a life. Even though it wasn't it wasn't that difficult, but it took a while for me to get used to speaking to people. You know, on, you know, on, on, on you know on, on, a, on a smartphone. You know, you you streaming live because I was used to talking to people, crowd. You talk to people, <laughs> you understand? You talk to people in a fellowship, yes. But talking to people that you're not seeing, that can't even say amen back to you, that that was strange to me. But guess what? The Lord said it's a ministry. So I had to learn how to, if you watch my, you know, my, 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 my broadcast, my early broadcast, you will, you will notice that I, I have greatly improved, you know, and that's how life is. We have to love the things that God loves. If God loves it, then I have to bring myself to love it. If he hates it, I have to bring myself to hate that thing or else it is that same thing the enemy is going to use to finish me. If God loves something that you don't love that thing, not, just know that you're in trouble. If God hates something and you don't hate it, also know that you're in trouble. Because the enemy is going to use that thing against you. The enemy likes to use amen, our passion, our desire, our feelings, our longings. All right? Yes. He likes to use those things to get us down. So Paul said, I find this law at work in me. Remember, I'm talking about law. We're dealing with the issues of our soul. We want our soul to be nourished, to be empowered, to be developed, amen, to walk in the direction and in the leadership, amen, of the spirit by submitting to the guidance of the spirit. That's what we want. We don't want our soul to lead us to hell, all right? You allow your soul to continue to define your day, your life, amen, your, your, your mood. Your soul is going to lead you to hell. That's just the truth. That's why you look at, you know, People we think have made it in life. Celebrities who have made it. They've made it you know, big time. Everybody hailed them. Only for the person to commit suicide. You, how, can you be, how can you commit suicide? Your, 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 your environment is full of life. You know, everybody's happy. You you make, I mean, look at that guy that 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 killed himself. You know, that is a is a comedian now. I mean, this is somebody who makes everybody laugh, makes everybody happy. But this guy was actually suffering from depression but yet most of the movies of this guy is to make people happy make children in fact children happy but you see on the inside he was going through hell and nobody knew because he was successful you look at him successful but this guy was dying on the inside doesn't that reflect the story of many of us many of us we just living a, a make-believe life on the outside everybody look at us and like yeah I want to be like this brother. I want to be like, I mean, this person. I mean, there was a period of my life, I was suffering depression. I was really depressed. But people, when they look at me, you know, and back then I was a pastor. That's why I know that pastor can suffer depression and even kill themselves. All right. And people were looking at me and everyone was like, yeah, man of God, Ooh, man of God, you, you make everybody happy, but i go back home and I'm like, I don't know what's wrong with me until God says you need to deal with this thing friends let's not kid ourselves the enemy is not joking he said for i find this law laws are built through habits if you don't kill that thing the enemy says something to you suggest something to you or bring you back to your past all right? or bring back the past amen whatever it is that the enemy wants to do in your life if you don't immediately deal with that thing you see how to deal with issues of the soul is that you immediately you could be walking in your workplace and a voice a thought an idea you know a feeling about your past or um, something happens or somebody said something or your, your your colleague said something that makes you feel bad or your boss if you don't immediately at that point lord i hear what this person say but I refuse it. I, 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 I take control now. I bind my soul to your will. I refuse this thing to take charge. Because listen to this. The issue of the soul is like, is like a drop of, uh, um, of ink in the water. Have you seen that uh, concept before where you drop an ink or blood, just a, a blood in the water. You see how that thing begins to just grow. Suddenly it pollutes the whole water. That's how it is. If you allow wrong thing to stay in your soul, they're like cancer. They just continue to eat every part of your, of your being. You know? That's why you know you can get angry, but immediately deal with it. The Bible says don't go, don't, don't go to bed without dealing with anger. Because anger is like a cancer. It just continues to eat you up. The same thing with unforgiveness, it just continues to eat you up. The same thing with lust, it just eats you up. It eats you up sent him with all kinds of you know habits you know you, 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 that thing just hit it hits you up before you know it that thing takes it says sin takes over your life that's what scripture says so the the best way to deal with it immediately address that thing for what it is no I'm not gonna give you room in my in my heart no 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 yes this person hurt me I felt I really felt hot about it uh, and I, I I'm angry about it. Well, Lord, this day, I thank you, this hour, this m- minute, this m- moment, whatever it is, Lord, this anger, I know it's not supposed to be part of my life. So I- I'm dealing with it now because I want to move on with my life. I want my life to express joy, the joy that you ordained it for, for today. Simple. You move on. But you keep it. You start nursing it. You start thinking about it. Oh, you start thinking about it. Nothing is eating you up. It's eating you up. It's eating you up. For I find this law at work. Though I want to do good, evil is right there with me. For in my inner being, I delight in God's law. So it's not about you not loving God. You can love God, alright, and still be suffering from hatred. You can love God and still be suffering from anger. You can love God and still be suffering from, you know, backbiting and and all these ungodly things. You can love God and still be very lustful. Yes. When I was suffering lost. I mean, I loved God. I was, I was loving God. Yes. And the devil will tell you, it's fine. You can love God as long as you still love the things I want you to love. You can love God and still be very resentful. You can love God and still be very angry. That's what the world system wants. They say, it's not a problem. We can love God, but we can also do our own thing. Now God doesn't want that. You can you can't serve two masters. You cannot love two things at the same time. All right. No, no, no no. That's that's not the will of God. So you have to choose. Everything we do in life must flow from our love for God. He say if you love me you will keep my command. That's what God says. If you love me. So scriptures like that changed my life. So I said to myself, Isaiah, you're a hypocrite. You can't say you love God, but you still have all these issues in your life. You, so what, what, what are you talking about? So even when those things, those thoughts or ideas come to my mind, sometimes what do you do? You use the authority and the love you have for God that is already well, you know, well developed. This, and that's the reason why you need to grow in the spirit. Listen to this. When you focus more on the spirit, your spirit gets bigger. The power of your spirit gets bigger. Your knowledge of the things God gets bigger. Amen. The the, the authority, amen, in your spirit gets bigger. If you give attention to the things of the spirit, it expands. But if you give attention, listen to this, you can be born again, but you give attention to, you know, to the things of the soul. Many people give attention to their career at the detriment of their spirit. So their career person. Oh, yeah, they're going here, they're going there, they're trying to make money, and there's nothing wrong with that, but not at the detriment. Like I said, I know people who got established first spiritually. That for 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 years I know them. They had nothing, nothing. But today, there's some of the richest people I know in Nigeria, yet they're spiritual people. You see, so so never think that when you are investing in the things of God, that you are losing time, because that's the lie the enemy has sold to a lot of people. Like, you don't have time. So many people today they're gonna wake up. Thank God for you guys that are listening, watching me. Many people are gonna wake up this morning. You know, oh, yeah, I've got, you know, deadline. I've got a deadline. No, no, no. So they are always, you know, on on you know you know on that fast lane, and that's where the enemy gets them. So their pursuance of money, of career, of business, of whatever it is, all right, supersede their pursuance for God. No matter what you're pursuing, what you're aiming for, I I mean, I want you to be a a well-driven person. You've got to be ambitious. You've got to be well-driven. But let it be because you are driven because you've got a vision. A vision that is sourced from God. Or else, listen, the devil doesn't mind you have all the money in this world as long as you have no clue about your spiritual essence as long as you have no understanding about your life so that the day he decides to press the button and say this day your your life ends he plans that route for you meanwhile the spirit of the Lord said don't go that route don't follow that road take the other one don't take the left take the right oh you just ah, this is a fast lane I, I've got to get there I, I, <laughs> you never get there because you never listen because you never grow in the spirit. You never develop your spirit man. You know, I used to have friends back then when I was in Nigeria that, you know, Wednesdays, I think Wednesdays and Fridays, I go to their, you know, to their to their workplace, to their company. I just go pray f- with them, you know, share the word with them. They, they just shut, you know, for, for an hour. They close the walk. I'm talking about ad- adverti- uh, you know, an advertising agency. Where they make we make good money not just in naira but in in, in pounds and they shut down the, whatever they're doing and they just invite me i just speak to them in fact i remember i did that you know why when i came to south africa uh, I, I, I could remember i can i think it was which which bank was this now that invited me to speak to them I've forgotten, but one of, I know it's not FMB and I know it's not, uh, it's not, uh, 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 um, it's not net bank. It should be, uh, it should be another, one of this, Was one of these five big banks, yes, invited me. I don't know this person, but I think this person must be a manager in the bank, but was connected to somebody in the church that I, I used to assist back then. So they invited me. It's a bank. I was shocked that, oh, do you have something like this in South Africa? So they invited me. You know, 12 to, you know, 12 to, uh, uh, 1245, I, I shared with them, encourage them, share with them and just give them insight, all right, into how they can walk and do their things, you know, and, uh, and that was it because I used to do that back then in Nigeria and you accelerate. So the point that I'm making is never you think that money comes first or, you know, your business, no, God comes first because when you put God first, he will put you first. When you put God first, He will put you first. All right. When the enemy wants you to make certain decisions, all right, just sign that thing. And your spirit said, No, don't sign it. Give it another one more day. Say, okay, wait. We'll sign it, but tomorrow. And you slip over it. And the spirit of God starts speaking to you about things that you never saw. Things that you need to, you know, you need to, you know, you need to know, or else this person is gonna, you know, take advantage of you because there's a loophole in the contract that you never saw. And suddenly the Holy Spirit sh- just highlight that thing while you're reading the contract. My word. The next day you say, oh, well, I'm going to sample. Uh, can you further explain this area? I, I, I'm not, I, I don't seem to be getting what you're saying here in this contract. Can you further explain what this means? And you get them. You just get them to like look at you like, oh, this person. This person is smart. No, you're not smart. You're a spirit being. See, what they call being smart out there is a product of your spirit man. A spiritual man knows all things. When you walk by the spirit, listen to this, nobody takes advantage of you. I always tell my people back then in Nigeria, because we used to have, you know, a, a, more like a business school. Where I talk to people. When I talk about business school, I'm not just talking about money. We talk about money from the perspectives of the kingdom. But we share things, how your spirit can see things and know things, how you can be creative. You know, friends, we need to be very careful, or else the law, that fallen law that is at work in us, will make us make decisions. Is that not the same decision the Bible says when Lot, remember when Lot separated from from Abraham? Yes. Abraham said, Lot, my my, my henchmen and your henchmen cannot be fighting over land. So, I think it's time for us to depart, okay? If you decide to go left, I'll go I'll go right. If you decide to go right, I'll go left. Make your choice. The scripture said that Lot lifted his eyes and saw the plain, all right? That was looking so lush and green. Obviously close to Sodom and Gomorrah, he didn't know. He had no understanding that Sodom and Gomorrah would be his place of burial ground. But he saw this plain that was lush and green. The Bible says, looking like the Garden of Eden. In the natural, that thing looks like the Garden of Eden. So, Lord decided, Uncle, that's where we want. We want that place looking. That place looking lush. Abraham said, You can go, have it. It's yours. Abraham went the other, the moment Abraham, you know, a lot left, the Lord said to Abraham, now lift up your eyes, look left, right, and center, look from, look north to south, to as far as your eyes have seen, I've given to you, including the place Lord thought was his own, because I've given to you, but here's the problem, after a while, that place that looks so lush, that looks green, like the garden of Eden, became the place of his death, it became the place where he lost every he lost everything, so don't go ahead of God. Don't think you're too smart. Let's not let's not assume that we're smarter than God. You can't be smarter than God. Wisdom comes from him. And your soul, if you're not, if you're not careful, your soul will make you make decisions, make you choose things. Some people make careers. They choose careers. They're making decisions in their workplace. The spirit of God is supposed to give them clarity and direction of what to do. No, they, they're making decisions based on trend, based on no you've got to look into your spirit and the spirit begins to speak to you about the future i know somebody back then that you know uh uh, you know the company was about you know liquidating you know you know because they couldn't they they were losing money so everything was just going nose diving and god spoke to this man and said go buy that company a company that was dying because, you see, the people who, were, who, were, who, were, who owned that company, they never saw the potential of that company. They, their eyes were just seeing now. We can't pay money. We can't do this. We're losing this. We're losing that. But somebody else saw something, and it was the Lord that opened the eyes of that man to see it. He said, go buy it. He bought the company. Six, six months down the line, things began to happen. Two years down the line, boom, the company came back to life. Became one of the best companies. Friends, we need to listen and walk by the directives of the Spirit. But we cannot do that if our soul is the one in the driver's seat of our life. If our soul is the one defining and determining how we make decisions. That's why you've got to dethrone yourself, your, 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 your soul, and enthrone your spirit back. It's time to allow the Holy Spirit. All right? uh, uh, we're going to stop here this morning amazing this is the same place we stopped yesterday Paul said for I see another law at work in me I delight I delight in my being there's a delight for the laws of God he said but I see another law yes it is that another law we want to we want to we want to take charge over we want to control the law that defines how you think how you feel that defines your passion, that defines your hunger, that defines your desire. It is that law we want to arm strong. We want to arm strong that law. We want to bring that law under the divine order of God so that that law can function in agreement. Listen to this, friends. There's nothing wrong with your desire. There's nothing wrong with your passion. There's nothing wrong with your intelligence if they align with God's will. Because God gave us those faculties. Amen. That's why we cannot be Christians that cannot think. You want to be able to think. You want to be able to express love. Have you noticed that you cannot really say you love people if you cannot show it? It takes feelings to show that you love people. But what we're saying is that feeling must be purified. Must be a genuine feeling. amen. must not be a feeling with an agenda. A feeling with an, an ulterior motives. You know, Solomon made us to understand that people will friends will come and say, "Ah, we love you, we love you, oh, we together." is say "Ah, but be careful. Behind that words, they are saying, they in fact they've set a trap for you. It takes the spirit. You see, if you don't have the spirit, you'll be suspecting every relationship. You'll be looking at people all around with with the eyes of suspicion. No, 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 no. no. You, you just be spiritual, just be sensitive. You know, I, I've met a lot of men of God. Ah." Prophetize out no we want to walk with you we want to do this with you wow powerful man of god and I "Okay, it's fine we'll give time let's see and the lord began to show me things and i began to see i mean men of god some men of god that i know three years ago who are like we want to build with you want to track with you i mean god has given you so much resource where are they today because they've got an agenda yes some just want your gift Some just want what you have, but they don't love you. They don't want you. But you can't be walking around, amen, suspecting every man of God, sniffing them like you know, like a sniffer dog. You can't be doing that, amen. We're called to walk by the spirit. And if you walk by the spirit, you just continue to live by the spirit. That life of the spirit will separate them from you. They're pretenders. So those are the people that they cannot live life by the spirit because to them, if they cannot use what God has given to them, the gift God has given, if they can't use that gift to build something for themselves, then they think nobody will honor them. They think nobody will respect them. I'm not like that. I'm just being myself. I just want to live my life. A man of God said to me years ago, not even not years ago, about maybe four years ago, a very well-known apostle, people I respect no want to use your material want to use your material want to start our own school we want to use your material we'll bring you together and the lord said to me say no to him because he's got a different agenda not that he really wants to now they start their own thing yet they will go to my website and download my material and they don't know that i know you see people like that you cannot build with them because if they have the opportunity in fact they will stab you at the back to take your gift They don't mind. So, friends, let's live our life in in the directions of the Spirit. Be a spiritual man. My passion for you, my desire for you, my longing for you is that you will grow spiritually. Not grow spiritually because you say you have the Word of God. No, grow spiritually that the Word of God have you. It's time you allow God's word to read you. I know you've been reading the word of God. But it's time that the word of God read you. What do I mean by that? Let the word of God scan you. Paul said, you know, David said, Search me through and through. And find if there is any iniquity in me. Put your light search on me. Focus your light on me. See if there be any iniquity in me. Remove it, Lord. Father, this day we surrender to you. I thank you for my brothers and my sisters. That have, oh God, the courage and the boldness to constantly come back and partake of this strong meat, strong words. Because I'm not holding back. I know there's more we can do, but I want us to get this right. I want us to get this right. Because if we get it right, then we are onward bound. If we get this right, then we can truly advance in the light of your will. So I thank you this morning once again. May your kingdom come in our life. May your will be done in us as as it is established in heaven. Let it be established in us. Grant us grace this morning to go out there and live life via the Spirit. And when we do that, we always conquer. Nobody lives by the Spirit, gets defeated. Nobody lives by the Spirit, gets to be defeated. Father, we thank you. We are more than conquerors. I pray strength, I pray grace, I pray life, wisdom, knowledge, revelation of Christ upon the life of my brother. And those that will be listening, may you all continue to lead us, oh God, to that place of your good pleasure. We thank you. May your kingdom come. May your will be done in our life. In Jesus' name. Amen. And amen thank you everyone this morning once again thank you man of god thank you everyone for connecting with us i appreciate the fact that you're able to connect with the life i hope you understand that this is not just about isaiah Isaiah is just doing what god will have him do we want to see a new breed of believers rise up in south africa and in the continent of africa and of course in the entire world who believes in the ways of god and therefore live in the Of Christ, thank you, my dear sister. Oh, nice. I didn't see you. Thank you for connecting, amen. Uh, Pastor Ruth, thank you so much. All right, God bless you. God bless you. Thank you so much. Pastor Ruth knows me. We've been been, been together since Bible school days. (laughs) Great woman of God. Thank you so much, everyone. I appreciate you. All right, thank you. Have yourself a wonderful, blessed, and a fruitful day. See you. Bye bye.